Hello there, Ohana. We are going to be discussing Stranger Things in today's episode. We're going to be discussing the finale. We have two very amazing people here with me today. One is Mrs. Captain Coffee. She is here. Hi. She's here. And we have one of my favorite Ohanas. She is like the bomb diggity. She is the bomb.com. It is Natalie Smith, but she goes by, drop your name. What's your, what's your Instagram? Hit it. Yo Disney Natty on Instagram. Yo Disney Natty. She is for the longest time. So we live in Maryland and we have Natty Bows. I literally thought you were from Maryland because of your name. And I'm like, that's just so cool that she's from Maryland, but you're not, you're straight from Florida because you're right next to Disney, correct? Sorry, stupid AirPods. Um, I, you said Natty's a town? No, so Natty, we, like in our hometown and actually our entire state, we have beer that's called a Natty Bow and it's disgusting, but like your name was Natty. So I'm like, oh, she's from Maryland. How cool is this? But, but small, small talk, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're here to discuss what we all love most, but you know how we do. I kind of want to open the floor for Natty. Tell us, tell the, tell the Ohana a little bit about yourself, who you are, kind of your thing. Just go have at it. Well, like I said, everyone calls me Yo Natty. Um, I'm old. I'm 31. I'll be 32. I'm <laughs> I'm obsessed with all things Disney, Star Wars, Stranger Things, stuff like that. Game of Thrones, don't get me started. Um, <laughs> I can't st- stand Bob Paycheck. He drives me nuts with Disney. Um, but I could talk for that for hours. But yeah, pretty much. I love coffee. If you know me, you know I'm obsessed with coffee. That's probably how we bonded was Disney and coffee. And well, yeah. we really bonded, really bonded with two other things. Our severe hatred for Bob Chapik and our love for Stranger Things. And that yeah. is why my dear friend is on because she, <laughs> oh, we'll get into that. All right, we'll get into it. Natty, favorite coffee you've had of Captain Coffee? Favorite one? Hand down friendly neighborhood because let me tell you something. I hate black coffee and I can drink that coffee black, hot or ice. And I've never been able to do that in my whole life. That. So when I saw that she bought the coffee and I sent it to her, I was so nervous because I know how much she loves her coffee. She put on Instagram that she was drinking it. And I literally, my palms got sweaty. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And she liked it. And I was so happy. So love it. Okay. Favorite movie character of all time. It can be movie TV, either one of all time. All time. Oh God. I I don't know, but I will say one of my favorite characters ever. And you're probably going to laugh is R2D2. Because he's sassy and he's savvy. And I also love Mushu because almost the same reasons. Love Mushu. Mushu is fabulous. I love me some Mushu. Absolutely. And as you said, you are a huge Disney fan. So I must I must ask. And I know it's like trying to pick your favorite tribe. But what is your favorite park? My favorite? Oh, gosh. This is probably going to hurt some people. But Animal Kingdom. Hmm. That's. We personally love Animal Kingdom. It is the most slept on park, in my opinion. There's not a ton of rides there, excuse me, but there's a lot to do and it's beautiful. It's so beautifully well done. And it's super chill and the food is amazing. And yeah, I don't even ride half the rides there, but animals and banging food and banging scenery, scenery, that's what matters. Absolutely. Love it. Okay. Um, All right. So now we know what's next. We got to do our, we got to do our breathing thing and we got to do our thankful for. So to our big inhale, (laughs) big controlled exhale. All right, and we will go guess first. What are you thankful for, my friend? Amazing friends, amazing coffee, 
and kick-ass TV shows. Damn right. God, that was perfect. Yes. Okay. Wifey, you're next. I'm thankful for Mr. Captain Coffee being my husband. Man, you all came out with some real good ones. I... Damn, I gotta get better. I was gonna say, mine's Eddie Munson. I love oh Eddie. I'm so thankful for Eddie. Freaking Why did awesome. I think of that? Oh my gosh. And that is the segue into our episode. That's why I did that, by the way. I was gonna do something serious when I'm like, I want the perfect segue. And it's Eddie Munson. But here we go. Let's let's first dive into Stranger Things. So, Natty, tell everyone what you're doing currently right now with Stranger Things. I am currently re-watching every season of Stranger Things. And when I see re-watching, I'm re-watching them slowly, paying attention to everything. Because let me tell you, watching stuff the first time, you miss so much. One, because you don't know if other seasons are going to come out. And like, two, you just, you're just, I don't know, you're just so into it. You're missing the small details and all the connections. And let me tell you the amount of stuff I missed and the small details that the Duffer brothers put into it. It's insane. It's insane. So we can all, uh, this beautiful party that we have here, we can all agree that the Duffer brothers are deliberate with what they do. Yes? Oh, 100%. You can all agree with that? yeah. Okay. So I'm going to get to theories in a little bit because I have the, I was working out today. Did you see my Instagram story? I saw it right before I got here. You talked about Master of Puppets. We'll get there. We will get there, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) So after we, we, I rewatched it before season four. And now after watching season four, I'm kind of inclined to go back and rewatch it. So after going back and kind of rewatching, knowing what you know, season four, what is the biggest thing that you've caught that you're like, holy balls, they actually showed that this early on, like they had a plan. Like what is the thing that's caught you by surprise the most? I have mine, but you go. I don't know if something's caught me by surprise, but it's just the fact that you see, I know this whole episode is going to be spoilers, so spoiler, but the fact that you see like little like things like a Vecna and everything and like the songs that they tied everything together and just they always throw out little hints of like what the next season is kind of going to be about and just like a half second clip. And it's insane. It really is one of those shows that they do everything with a purpose. Everything has a purpose. And I, and that's something that I appreciate. It's not just lazy writing. They're not lazy. And with the media that we now have, you know, love them to death, but between Star Wars and Marvel, they're just pumping out content. They don't care what is it. They're just like, take it, take it, take it. Duffer brothers are like, nah, we're going to sit down and we're going to enjoy this meal. We're going to enjoy this. We're not going to scarf it down. So like, the thing that I saw that I think blowing my mind, this was from season three. And I think you posted it on your story or on Facebook the other day where it was about, it was Billy saying, hold really still. It'll be over yeah. really soon. The parallel. Cause that's exactly what freaking Vecna said to was Max or L either one. Either one. Like, L when he was, I mean, yeah, I love it when he was under, but that's what I mean. he's everything. He's literally in everything. Mm-hmm. Now, was it Vecna that took Will at the very beginning of the season? 100%. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me hear. No, I was just going to say, I think that everyone, so some people think Vecna is powerful and some people think it's the mind player. I just think Vecna is the one controlling everything. I think he was controlling the mind player. Yes. Yes. I, he literally, I, didn't he didn't even say, he said that, right? He was literally like, he I. turned the mind player. In. Yeah. Yeah. He turned something to be powerful. He used it in his own way. But like where I'm starting to see the parallels is they literally explained it in season one. They literally showed it to us because 
Have we seen the Demogorgons be able to move things with their mind? No. No. Will locked the door. And what happened to the lock? We saw it do what? Open. It slid open. Because Vecna was doing just so perfect. So, like, the little minor details like that just blew me, blew me away. You think about it, like, Vecna, I think he's most powerful because all the numbers that come after him, like, they have just one thing of what he has. You know what I'm saying? Like, eight, how she can make people see things with her mind. Like, and, and like seeing the spiders and stuff, like, Vecna makes people see stuff like he goes inside their brain and he controls and he makes you see stuff. Like the memories, like he makes you pull out the bad memories and see the memories. And so see I'm going to be completely transparent. When I rewatched season two, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. I skipped that episode because I hate it. So like now, but now it has a purpose. It's showing us. Oh my God. That's and do you think eight is going to come back in season five? She, she, she's, she's gotta. Like that was my thing. I'm watching this and I'm like, there's literally a, person that's the same as l out living like why were they trying to go get her but we'll get there uh, they're gonna they're gonna address it i know they will i trust them in the duffer brothers i trust but i would love to now discuss season four really quick and actually give me your ratings what's your what is your season ratings go ahead and do that first for me season ratings season i it's hard because season one i think is my favorite because it's just the all-time it's the og it's what put it on the map um season four definitely is right behind it and then season three and then season two season two is trash i think it's i i have no words for it. it's trash it's i don't know like did your shirt say eat waffles eat waffles and park hop that's <laughs> literally incredible park hop let's go that's us Every day, Disney, you know that um so for me with season two I felt like it just, the pacing was way off in season two, but I didn't hate it. Rewatching it, it introduced us to the best dynamic duo that's ever existed. And that is Steve and Dustin. True. You know, it gave us that heart destroying scene with Bob dying by the demo, demo dogs. Like that was brutal. Um, you know, I just felt like the pacing was definitely off, but um, you go, what's your, what's your season's? I think mine's the same as Natty's. Is it? Mm-hmm. Mine's three, four, one, two. The problem, but three, one, three, and four depends on which day you get me. Yeah. But as of right now, it's three, four, one, two. And I think, honestly, everyone will say, yeah, it's either three, four, one, two, four, one, three, two. It'll it, interchange, but it's all, yeah, it's about the same. But now. I think definitely is the best when it comes to like, graphics and music and definitely darker scarier more emotional that oh emotion now ladies and gentlemen we are now diving into season four so if you have not watched it yet i don't know what the hell you're doing first off i don't know why you're this far into the episode but, three times but like spoiler here we go three two one spoiler let's talk season four what was your favorite the thing that you were like oh loved hit me well, the thing that I loved was probably when you found out that Vecna was one was Henry, like they're the same person. I was not expecting that to be anything. And then when the Max scene, like everything that's to do with Max, the Billy episode, like, and then 
uh, her just dying or going into coma or whatever it's going to be was so heart-wrenching. I would then- say between Max's, Max's, uh, you can't see me people, but quote unquote death and Eddie's death, that sequence of events was one of the more emotional sequences I have ever watched. Like I felt every single person's pain that was on screen. Dustin's pain with Eddie, Lucas's pain and Elle's pain with Max. I literally felt it. Let's all give a round of applause for the kid that plays Lucas, please. Round of applause. All right. He was absolutely breathtaking. That scene when he's like yelling at um, Erica to go get help. And like, he was incredible. Like, he improvised the Erica part I read somewhere. Like when he was like, Erica, like that was improv. And I was like, holy crap. And so was Eddie saying, I love you to Dustin. The reason I didn't say the Eddie part, because I refused to acknowledge that. Because literally talk about crying. Like you've never cried in your life. Shout out to my sister-in-law. We were watching it there. And you know, when you have those cries and you go, (laughs) she was literally crying like that. And I kind of got distracted. I'm like, damn, pull yourself together over there. But like at the same time, I'm like, no, I'm with you. We were all a mess. Like that, my biggest surprise, the thing that I loved the most was Eddie freaking Munson. And I think no one can disagree with me. That Like no one here in their right mind can say, he was an okay character. I haven't heard one person say that. He I think was, the whole world's obsessed with him right now. I mean, like, for sure. I'm living for him. He's got me in a chokehold right now. Do you know how much money the Duffer Brothers have probably made off of just Eddie Munson material? Like, nice. And that's why this, and I'm going to go ahead and just jump into it. You first. I'm sorry. What? What was your, the thing that stood out to you the most? What was the thing that you loved the most? So everyone just, you know, like she's very quiet and there are times like I talk and I overshadow her and I have to really work on it because she's so quiet and she's fine with not talking, but I'm going to give you your voice, please go. Um, Silence. I'm trying to think of what, what it would be. There's probably Eddie. Yeah. I must discuss, are we all on the same train that Steve and Nancy need to be together or are some, are we all on? Yes, I do. There's days where I want her to be with Jonathan, but then I'm like, it's Steve freaking Harrington. Like, sorry, this is going to cringe people out, but daddy, like, like six kids, like, come on. What you mean? I agree. I want them to be together, but I don't think it's going to happen. No. Who her character is. She's such a badass. She is so, I didn't like her so that much before the like, la, the, this season made me like her so much. She was, she was slightly annoying in season three. She's eating popcorn. So that's what that loud noise was. Sorry. Um, she was slightly annoying in season three when she kept like poking her nose into like the story that kept kind of getting a little bit annoying, but like to see where she came from when like she was in the garage in season one with the bat and she was doing like the awkward swings. And now she's freaking walking up to Vecna with a sawed off shotgun and she's blowing him up. Like that's just what awesome development. I just love, I, I need I to see them together. Her on my story. Cause I was like, it's, it's insane. Like how Did she's posted that. Yeah, when she's like, uh, this is a felony. This is illegal. This is a felony. She's like, wax the end of the gun off. Like, like, ladies and gentlemen, I'm literally on Facebook and Instagram, and all I see is Stranger Things stuff, and all the stuff I'm getting comes from one source, and it is Maddie, and it's awesome. <laughs> Every time I see like this circle on Instagram of her story, I'm like, all right, Stranger Things, let me digest it. Every time. It's 
consume my life. Like I said, the more I watch it and the more I watch TikTok and all these theories come through and I'm like, holy shit. Oh, can I curse? Oh, let it fly. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. I never even thought about that. I'm like, that makes sense with this thing I'm thinking. And I'm like, it's got me like, you know, Charlie and it's always something in Philadelphia where he's like piecing stuff together. That oh. mean that's me. It's it is literally, and that's, and that's, and that's why I think they do. They've done such a good job is they've left so many question marks and there's still so many question marks that are left open. And I'm so excited to see where they take it in season five. And I'm just like, I mean, I will say my one negative with season four was the Russian storyline. I felt like it slightly slowed down the rest of the arcs slightly, but I love those characters. Like I love them. So I get why they did it. You, I want them in Murray. Amazing. Oh, Murray. What a Murray season. He shined. He shined he big. And I think what made me smile is like he shined. I thought Lucas shined, Max shined, and then the characters that did not shine very much was Max, uh, um, uh, Jonathan, and Mike, Mike. Will and Mike. Yeah, no, not it this season. I didn't. Who was that? That was not the Mike we liked in seasons one. It like he, I'm happy his character kind of took a backseat because what was that? Well, I will say though he had one of my favorite scenes actually. The scene where Elle's laying on the table and he's like telling her to fight. That entire sequence, like I'm getting chills. You know what happens? I get chills. Like I'm getting chills because it's so good. It's like it's like the music, the way the shots going back and forth between L in Vecna's mind versus L in real life, and Mike's in her ear. It's such a good scene, so well shot. Like I, I love that. That was the Mike that I've loved from season one and three, and I feel like that was the first time we actually saw that Mike. So I don't know if they're doing that on purpose or they're just like, I don't really know what to do with their characters right now. So they just kind of gave him a little side mission. I don't know. I liked it, but I thought it was a little cheesy because he was like, you know, the love saved her. I don't, I don't know. If it's Cause like, she never really fully had a home. Like, and sure. she's like never fully truly knew she's here. She's there. But I was like, okay. <laughs> Everyone says Mike's the heart, but Dustin's the heart. If you're truly a stranger things fan, you know, Dustin is the heart of stranger things. And, yes. and he is my favorite of all time it's dustin we can all agree as stranger fan stranger things fans that there are there was three people you don't touch and they touch one of them but whatever it was eddie munson don't touch him he's 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 a prize we need to make a monument put him on the the monument with all the other presidents then you've got steve harrington don't touch him and dustin those are the three people you don't touch especially now you don't touch steve you don't touch Justin. If the and I can see why you would kill off Steve. I can see the the reasons for it. It gives the kids motivation. I agree, baby. Trust me. I was terrified. She saw spoilers before it came out, and she, I begged her to tell me if it was Steve, and she's like, "It's not Steve." So I could sleep at night because I was fine with it. But <laughs> if Dustin ever dies, this is I'm done. Kitty. This is now <laughs> down with. Game of Thrones. They can't, kill him off. they can't kill him off. Dustin is Dustin and Steve are completely off limits, but I can see Steve dying because it makes sense with the way his arc has gone. Dustin, yeah. if he dies, Duffer Brothers, I'm coming to your house and I'm going <laughs> to put Legos on all of your floors and I'm going to make sure you step on Legos for the next. I already to their house because of Eddie, so I don't know what you're talking about. I already got a trail of Legos. That is a perfect segue into my theory. But would you like to drop your theories first? Because I know you probably have some. Okay. I So it's hard. I'm very split with the Eddie thing if he's coming back. Part of me thinks like he had a perfect ending. He died perfect. He didn't run. He, oh my God, 86. This is my year. I can feel it. Oh, that's what got me. But part oh. of me thinks like 
that was the perfect ending to his like character but also if like they're really basing on Dungeons and Dragons. Like so many people were talking about this theory about there's like cast, the like, what is he called? Like the bloody hand or whatever. And he was like Vecna's right hand man. And then he like has a shield, just like the one they built and like a spear or sword or something. And like, he comes back and then he ends up destroying or helping Vecna. But then that would kind of throw off another one of my theories I have, including Will. So I'm like, it's very 50, 50, but I don't know. What do you think? So, you go. I'm going to say mine for last. You go. Do you have any theories? All my theories are the same. Okay. You go. So, mm-hmm. I'm in the gym today and I'm miserable doing legs and I'm suffering. I want to cry. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to put on a little motivation. And I put on uh, Master, of the Pu- Master of Puppets. I'm about to put it on for all of you. So, you can kind of hear what I'm talking about. Put it on. And you know, when you get the light bulb, you don't, you, you can feel the light bulb, but you can also see the light bulb. It's kind of the, it's a weird phenomenon. This came on, hold up. I'll get to the part. A little lyrics. I'll pause. Okay. So now, you know, okay. Here are the lyrics. Just think of Eddie and that theory. If he comes back and he serves Vecna and then we will talk. Obey your master. Your life burns faster. Obey your master. Master of puppets. I'm pulling your strings. Twist your mind and smash your dreams. Blinded by me. You can't see a thing. Just call my name. Cause I'll hear you scream. Master, master. Just call my name. Cause I'll hear you scream. Now. Think if he died, someone called died, but then comes back as a vampire. He will then be Vecna's puppet because Vecna in the, in the D lore Vecna uses him as his right-hand man to do all of his nasty bidding out of every, and we literally just discussed this earlier. The Duffer brothers don't miss. They do everything for a purpose. You had so many incredible 80 songs to go with. And they went with that one. Why would they go with that one? I, I'm, not, I'm just saying, I'm not saying because it's like some are better. I'm saying, that song has a purpose, just like Running Up That Hill had a purpose. You know the meaning behind that entire album? The entire meaning behind is about what? The girls in the coma. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, there's a reason. Now, they're probably they're probably listening to this and like, ah, what an idiot. This guy's buying into it. We, we just bamboozled him. I'm telling you, they picked that song for a specific reason, and those lyrics slapped me across the face today. And I'm like, what if... They chose that song because they know that he's going to come back and be a puppet for Vecna. And that is like their parallel telling us without, because they've been, they've been doing it since season one. They literally show us stuff, but we just don't know it yet because we're not there in the story. So what if they're like, hey, let's slide in a little tease without them really knowing. I'm, t- I'm telling you, uh, it hit me so hard across the face. Do we like that theory? Or are we against that theory? I didn't think of that when I heard it. All I thought is, wow, this song fits perfect because it's everything Vecna is doing. Like he's controlling people's minds. Like, you know, it says something about the eyes. Like he's like blinding you or something. I'm like, oh, like that is 100% what Vecna is doing. So I just thought it fit. That's what I thought at first too. And then I was in the gym and I'm like, there's like, if I would never thought of it, if I didn't know that in the D and D lore, People can come like uh, the the, the uh, what's it called? I forget his name. I we should have done gotten his name. The guy, yeah. that, the guy that comes a vampire, whatever his name. Yeah, is. yeah. yeah. 
I, that, if I didn't know that that was a thing, I never thought of it. But since I knew that, I'm like, and I know how much the fans love him right now. They would be stupid to not bring him back. It would just be dumb at this point. Like, and I see what you're saying. Like the sacrifice was so perfect, but at the same time, like they're sitting on a gold mine with that character and they could well, then make him a real hero and him turn and kill Vecna or help defeat Vecna or something. <laughs> well, did you also notice that Eddie did have the bat tattoos, which was like perfect shadowing. And then he does have like a hand with like a mask, like a puppet master hand tattoo. Oh, I didn't know that. So I like, I was like, wow, they're just like throwing everything all together on him too. And uh-huh. I want to backtrack real quick. If you noticed at the end of season three, when they were like, there was like a reporter, like at the end telling like, oh, what's going on in the town, whatever he did a, fl- they did a flash of like, oh, we think it's the satan, a new satanic group. And then it showed like a picture of Dungeons and Dragons. And then as I'm watching season four, I'm like, holy crap. Like that's the group they think that is like doing all these crazy things. Eddie's the cult leader and whatever. And I'm like, they literally told us like the last, seven minutes in season three like they just threw that in there oh right they did there's like it's a quick clip like they literally show up for like three seconds they're like is it like the town is cursed or is it a natural disaster or is it that this new satanic group and it showed like a picture of dungeons and dragons on the table like the game board game oh yeah so then that kind of opens up, like, Kayla and I have talked about, apparently the Duffer brothers have said that there's going to be a significant time jump between seasons four and five. I think they said, like, three, somewhere between three to five years of a time jump. To me, that doesn't make sense because, and I get Vecna's down. He's in the trenches. He got his ass whooped. But the Upside Down's coming to Earth. It's already, we've already seen that. Like, that's not like a speculation. We already saw it at the end of the season. So we're supposed to assume that they've been living with the upside down as part of earth for three to five years. Well, but, but then also I want to know how it's going to tie in where the upside down is stuck in 83. Exactly. That's what I mean. So like 83 or 84 camera, it's stuck in some. Like that's like, those are the questions. That's like my only concern. Cause I, there's, so I don't know if you knew this, but the Duffer brothers were the second in line to do the new it series, uh, the new it uh, movies that came out in 2018 19 whatever it was and they lost out so they're kind of bitter about it so if you've caught on there's a lot of very similar vibes between it and stranger things the creepy house they even alluded to um a clown there's a lot of similarities so and now there's going to be a time jump between when they're kids and now adults i don't think they're going to be fully adults but if you look at the time like they're they're all 22 23 at this point playing 15 16 year olds so now if you jump ahead five years they're about the same age now now there's really no awkward age gap between their actual characters so i could see the duffer brothers pulling a well i kind of want revenge from the fact that i didn't get my my it movie so i feel like they're following the it storyline just a little bit but that only concerns me just because i don't know how it's going to work with the upside down already being here and like you said the upside down being stuck in 83 yeah well they said five is going to explain like where the upside down like more about the upside down and things about it Mm -hmm. but i also know that the duffer brothers did say they took a lot of it is kind of like you're saying based off it because they said they took so much inspiration from stephen king books like all his stuff like that he's wrote so that i can definitely like see that but yeah i'm I'm, i want to see how that's going to go with the time job because that didn't make any sense to me either yeah because i was watching after it was after it was done and we just got got in the car and I was thinking about it, just digesting it. And I was like, there's gonna be a time jump. And I'm like, I'm trying to visualize how that will work. 
in the future with it already being established. Like the upside down is already on earth. So I'm just like, is it only going to be Hawkins? Like, why would anybody ever be living there? Like, I guess the whole world now knows. So that just needs to be answered unless there's like a, it starts off right where we left off. And then there's a time jump. I don't know. I'm going to trust it. But sadly we have two years. So, oh my God. I'm hoping that they surprise us and they put it out like in a year. I don't know because I need to know. Let me tell you, like they said, it starts with Will, it ends with Will. I need to know what's going on with Will because the theories I have that run through my thing about him is like, is it going to be like some Harry Potter stuff? Like where Vecna still lives in him and he has to die for Vecna to die. Like, or is he going to join Vecna or is he, cause there's sometimes where it looks like his nose is bleeding. And I'm like, there's a last scene in that. I can't tell if it's a shadow or if it's like what, but it looks like his nose is bleeding. Yeah, like I saw that too. is he, cause there's so many parallels between him and Henry. Like he's a sensitive boy, the drawings, like how they are, the clothing. Like if you look, when I look in the way they stand, like, yeah, yeah, the way their their mannerisms, everything, like it's so parallel between the two. And I'm like, is he going to be the next? Like, there's so many things like next Vecna. Like, is he going to help El stop Vecna? Like, I'm because like in the beginning, people were saying like when they rolled the dice, the Dungeons and Dragons game. It landed on 11 and it like wasn't a direct hit to Vecna. It like wasn't enough. So like Vecna needs help. And people were like, oh, if you add eight, that's 19. The one is Will. Like, it's like all three are good. It's like, (laughs) there's so many things I can think of. And every day I change my theory because I'm like, wait, that makes sense. But I think he's definitely, it's, it's definitely going to be about him. And it's definitely going to be something. There has to be. And that's something I talked to Kayla about is there has to be something with Will. Mm-hmm. there's a reason out of all the kids was it just i have a hard time believing it was wrong place at the wrong time with will because yeah. he could have gone to anyone but he went to will in the middle of this sh- like he, there has to be a reason i think he has this some sort of powers the same way that l does but you know how you were kind of saying all the kids kind of had different powers what if his is like I don't know how to like, I, I can't explain it the way I'm thinking, but what if he has like the ability to connect with people on a different level than most people can. And that's why he's such a sensitive child and he's so connected with Mike. And maybe that's why, and maybe he's not, I have a theory. I think he's gay, but at the same time, maybe he's just so connected with Mike and so connected with his buddies because of his powers, them not being together. I don't know. There's, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't know. He literally can, like, he's always sensed Vecna. He knows he's there. And maybe he's like, from season one, he was a spy for the, them, like a mind flare. Maybe Vecna's in him. So Vecna's always been spying and he knows he's like betraying his friends. So he's like, that's why he's like sad. And I don't, I don't, there's so many th- ways for Will. Like, I don't think he's gay, but at the same time, like, I don't know, it kind of makes sense because the way his father talked about him in season one. And but I just think like, it's just so many parallels between him and Vecna. It's just the sensitive thing. Like he just how his feelings are. And, but the painting, like they're like, even the painting, like I didn't understand it either. Cause he said, he told Mike, like L commissioned him to paint it. But then in the beginning, L was like, you know, he's drawing something. I don't know what it is. And I'm like, wait a minute. So I picked that up as in he was ashamed and he was embarrassed that he did it for Mike. So he said, L told me to do it for you as a cover up to the fact that he did this for Mike. Um, but there was also a theory again, I'm telling you, so many. 
as much as I love Star Wars, Marvel, all of these things and how theories can ruin these shows, these theories that are coming from the D&D people is incredible. Like these guys are so damn smart. They said, if you go back to season one, when they're playing, and it was the Thessal Hydra, it was a, yeah. it was a yeah. three-headed dragon. What did Will paint a picture of? Three-headed. Wasn't it that? It was a three-headed dragon. Yeah. And then they went through a whole, did you post it? That it was a whole elaborate story of how you defeat it. Like it was yeah. awesome. I gotta find it and I'll send it to you. I think you might've posted it. Probably it was you. Yeah. So like, what if Will dies defeating the Thessal Hydra? Cause he's the heart. And like, there's just something like, there's a reason that picture exists. There's a reason it couldn't be just like through the heart. Like, no, no, no. There's something bigger. Cause it's the Duffer brothers. And I'm telling you with the master of the puppets, there's a reason with that too. They're definitely, they're definitely going to bring that dragon thing back. I don't remember what it's called, but it's going to be there. Cause why would it be in a painting and why would they use it when they're playing the game in two seasons? Like it's definitely going to be part of it, but it's, it's like, a, it's all, all will, man. I, I don't know. I, I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be is it going to begin and end with will. It has to. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you saw the theory that like one may be like Elle's father because like I the love. time that up and like the way she's so powerful and she has multiple different types of powers and, and I'm like, now hang on, the timelines do add up. Like, yeah. because like who is their dad? Like, if not, where is Elle's dad? Yep. <laughs> I remember we were driving one time and I said it and Kayla was, that's so dumb. I don't like it. That doesn't make oh, sense. Because yeah, yeah. it was and, multiple theories. And she was and like, like, that doesn't make sense. She's like, that doesn't add up. So I said, listen here. <laughs> this is how it worked. He, Vecna, Henry, fell in love with the very nice doctor that was working in the facility. They got a little freaky freaky on. The papa found out took her out with, like, took her out, separated the two of them. Vecna does not know that he has a child. He kept that from Vecna. Obviously, she knew because she was bearing the child. So Henry has no idea. Only she has an idea, but she got brainwashed and she lost her memory. So she she can't say who the father is. So now it just happened to be that she delivered the baby in the same place that Papa was. Why is that? It all lines up perfectly. Papa knew that Vecna, and that's why he was so invested in L, is because he knows there was a direct blood correlation between L and one. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah. And why isn't L's mom more like, why hasn't she appeared again? Like, I know that she's like out of it, but like she had something going on. Her nose is bleeding. She was like showing L stuff. And I'm like, she has something herself, or she got something from something or has a connection to L where she has that because when she was showing L her memories, like her nose started bleeding. I'm like, now hang on. It's a good point. It's true. Now hang on here. So, and now I know you watch a lot of TV shows. Where would you rate stranger things in your entire arsenal of TV shows? It would definitely be in my top five. It would probably be four or five. Yeah. What's above it. Curious. People are gonna think I'm so lame, but like you will never top the office, Parks and Rec. How I Met Your Mother is one of my all-time favorite TV shows as well. I whenever we do a hot takes here on Captain Coffee, I always do my hot take that I think the office is overrated and Parks and Rec is slight years better. I believe that I love Parks it's and the Rec. Surprise, though. <laughs> huh? 
It's the same writer. Oh, same, you can. There's such similarities, and I. But there's something. It's Ron Swanson and Andy Dwyer. They have my heart for forever. Ron Swanson is my hero. I love him. I, I have days where it switches. It's definitely Parks and Rec in the Office, and they switch. But you know what? Let me tell you something. Chris Pratt is. That's where I will always see him as Andy Dwyer. I can't. I know that's like off topic, but that's. Oh. That's how we'll see oh, him. Oh. Is that? Well, I I would love to continue to talk more because we could. But if you have anything else to punch through with what your thoughts on. Yes. Hit me. Hit me. I hope we figure out the connection of music to the real world. Why music? Because the whoever scored did this whole score and this music for this show knocked out the park. Every song, the flipping journey and Steve Perry song. I love that song in general, but it just changed it for me. That version and saying they're going their separate insane every part of music matches everything that's happening in that show and then i also want to know what song will save you from vecna me both of you like what is your song that's going to say or top two songs that are going to say i've got oh god son of a whore ah i'm gonna go high school musical the song at the end of high school musical three and i gotta go with i freaking love that song and i gotta go probably eye to eye i was about to say that one yeah I love that. From the Goofy movie. <laughs> yeah, those are my two. Those two songs, just every time I hear it, I'm like, well, let's go, let's party. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, I die too. <laughs> the huge. song always makes me yeah. happy. Ooh, happily Ever After. Nope, that's the other one. Disney Z- song is going to be Happily Ever After, or it's going to be like Colors of the Wind. But in real life for me, it's going to be Juicy by Notorious B.I.G., or some Mayday Parade song. But, you know, I'm, I'm a gangster at heart. I'm a G at heart. So Biggie. <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> like, back now, just like, all of a sudden hearing this, like, like bump in, like, hip hop. And he's like, what the heck? <laughs> well, Natty, you are the bomb. We love you. We are so thankful. We are going to get you on. We're going to talk about Bob Chapik sometime. Guys, please, if you are, if you're a Disney fan of any sort, you got to follow my girl. She is the best. When it comes to Star uh, Star Wars, well, yes, that too. But Disney, she is just the bomb. We love her. She is like top notch Ohana for us. You are the bomb. Thank you so much for being here. We love you. I had a blast. Got anything? Oh, I said I had a blast. I love you both. Go get Mark's and Kayla's coffee. It's amazing. You need it in your life. And yeah, she's not wrong. Mrs. Captain Coffee, got anything? Not. Nothing. I always have. I know. Well, you want you to have something for me. All right. Well, Natty, you know how we send it off, girl. May the brew be with you. (laughs) 